0: want to help you recognize that there's so much more to becoming a fulfilled successful purpose-fueled woman and it can be simple. Let's do this, let's walk this journey, let's step into your hidden confidence. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hey there, welcome back. Mercedes here with Her Unapologetic Life. We're episode 67 and we are kicking off a new month. You can probably tell I like to kick off new months because I love new themes. And the rest of the year, we are going to be theming it and you know focusing on family and then a little bit about reflection. And then, as you know, we head into envisioning because we are getting closer to the end of the year. I don't want us to um, rush that time. I think a lot of us look too far ahead too quickly. But it kind of put it in the forefront of your mind, I guess. And as we head into the holidays... I think we can all agree that there are more than enough opportunities to either see or communicate with our families. And uh, I think it's just worth kind of, you know, talking a little about families a little bit different this month. So that's the theme. Families and um, it just, families are amazing, right? They kick up all kinds of amazingness, memories, possible triggers, patterns that we have. Patterns that we both really like and that we wish we didn't have, right? And many growth areas um, for those up to the, for the challenge, you know, many families kind of hit autopilot and just say, well, they are who they are. And there is a huge part of that. That's true. I saw a quote that kind of said, all we have to do um, is just love our family. And so you'll see that, you'll see me posting that in the Facebook group because I totally agree with that. Really. That's all we're called to do, and when it comes to making changes, we're called to do that for ourselves. So from that note, we're going to be looking at families a little bit um, deeper um, in a way where we want, if we want to shift some things, you know, um, (laughs) yeah, and so let's just kick it off. I wanted to start today by kind of introducing to you a little bit about how I'm going to be talking about families This month, Um, and so let's just kind of settle in a second. Let's talk a little bit about how things have really shifted in the last couple of years when it even comes to our interactions with others and with family. Right? For a while, there many of you I was hearing what you weren't able able to see your families. You weren't able to actually be in the you know in the same room with them due to COVID and whatnot. And then some. Some are living overseas, and there's just been a lot of different things. And we've adjusted, right? We've we've adjusted. I heard a commercial that was like, whether you're on Zoom or you are Zooming to a kid's soccer practice, um, you know, I don't know what they were promising us. But it's true. I think all of us have acclimated to Zoom, to video conferencing, to, um, you know, Google Hangout, uh, telehealth. A lot of people are doing therapy over over the wires, right? And so, um, you know, whether or not you wanted it or whether or not it's helped you, we've talked about that too. Some of us needed to slow down a little. Uh, Family life has shifted somewhat, um, more for some than others. Um, And so as we come into this next holiday season, there's still some families who aren't getting to see each other very much. Um, There's some of us who do get to, but things are different this year. And there's others of us who... Um, might be using the restrictions as an excuse not to get uh, together as often as an excuse, um, and some are just like business as usual or bring it back on. We're ready for the, we're re- ready for it. So wherever you land with your family heading into these holidays, um, this month is worth listening to, and of course it's relevant um, to all of us. And so because I love shifting seasons, and I know we have been in fall over here in the northern hemisphere for a while, I thought I would kind of start in uh, with. Uh, kind of harvest and abundance so uh, and I think it's really um, you know it really takes um, how do I say this It it really it's kind of taking a different angle on what I how I usually talk about harvest and abundance when it comes to family but before I go there um, I want to come come to you today from an from a perspective of, I've talked about it before, it's like the three circles, you know, you have your public, private, and then personal self, private self, or not private, secret self in the middle. Um, and that's kind of like, you know, community, family, people you live with too, and then yourself. Um, and so this time around, I'm, I want to kind of model that. So if you can, even if you want to, you can draw the three circles, but the outer circle is extended family. Uh, you know, family of origin, uh, friends who are like family can be included for sure. Uh, Even coworkers that we've had really long-term relationships with, people who are in our outer circle or in inner circle, um, but that, you know, don't live with us, aren't dealing with us day in and day out with some of those things. And then the middle circle would be those who we dwell with. Um, And then, you know, if we don't dwell with anybody, uh, then that would probably be people that we talk to a lot on a regular basis to get advice or to share that we see pretty regularly. So that could be in there. And then the inner circle is ourselves, right? Our, our person, our soul. And um, yeah, so just imagine those three circles within the other. Um, And I love to think on the fourth circle that encompasses it all. And that's the sovereign circle I've added because I believe we have that God circle is so important. Um, and thank goodness that circle encompasses uh, all of them because that kind of helps us to feel more safe and secure, I hope. Um, and so with that in mind, let's talk, start talking about harvest. I kind of jumped into that earlier, but you guys are good with me ad-libbing a little bit here and there. Um, and so let's tie that together. Harvest and abundance are two words that I really love. Uh, and it takes it, it's, it's so worth taking the time to kind of bask in that especially in relation to our family, our main relationships, right? Um, So when you think of harvest and abundance, um, what do you think of? I looked up the thesaurus this time because I love the thesaurus too. And harvest, some of the words, main words were intake, output, result, yield, right? Uh, Very action-oriented. And then abundance is... Affluence, bounty, plenty, prosperity, richness, and wealth, right? Another like, kind of like action-oriented word. What's really interesting to me is I see harvest as the time where we've harvested and then at harvest, basically, we get to reap um, those benefits and we feel the abundance. So I'm going to challenge you to take it beyond action and put it into more of the being as well. You know, being in the intake and the output, that's the ebb and the flow, right? Right um what other words come to mind for you as you think of those um I think work and play give and receive that reciprocal living right leaving a legacy uh passion in life work you know it's the ebb and the flow of these things that get us to where um if we live into something we will enjoy the for lack of a better word benefits or the richness of them um and so we're definitely here in that season like we're we're in Michigan, the leaves are changing, they're dropping, the temperature's dropping. We're, we've definitely gathered gathered the harvest and we are able then to um, access the plentiful abundance, right? And I love all of all things, you know. Um, I'll be asking you in the group too about some of the things you love about fall because it just helps us to kind of center and together and to prepare you know it's it's and i i love seasons and i could talk about that even more if you want me to um but we're getting into the gratitude season the slowing down a bit season um you know i can i say slow down to speed up because you know if we are in a comfortable place we can still be very um productive in the way that honors us <laughs> and others not in the way that we think about when we think of striving um but, you know, I always advocate for the flow um, in all of the seasons. Um, and I think this one, if we allow for us, ourselves to prepare, this brings us in, even into more awareness. So so how does this all tie in with family, right, this month? Well, when we're looking at family, like I kind of talked about, extended, you know, our inner, like our inner dwelling circle and then ourselves, Um think about like, okay, harvest, all the hard work from the year we've, we've come to fruition, right? Um, and we can learn a lot about our path forward when we look at how our families view, um, live into, have opinions about harvest and abund- abundance. So kind of wanting to to get us thinking about the people we're with, right? And the people we've been around for, you know, our, our lifetime, like where do they, where do they land when it comes to harvest and when it comes to abundance, and then of course, we're to weed land. And so this is one that's really could be really rich if you wanted to use it as a journaling thing this week. I, I'm going to be offering more of that in this month because it's really a good time to curl up and to bullet journal or, you know, even to do um, to listen to this and start do a small vision board, different things that come to mind. Um, and so that's kind of yeah, that's kind of where I'm going with it. And so when you start thinking about you know family and where they um, where they come from in in their views of harvest and abundance, it's very different, right? I mean, all of it's very different because where we live, what we've had, what we think we've had in the past. Um, so let's start with the extended family, right? The family of origin. Um, really shapes how we view Harvest and and Bounty, right? I mean, I think about my own family. Um, I come from families who were farmers and also who were, like, business owners, I think, in the aspect of, like, more entrepreneurship and actually both of those things. They were trying different things. And, I mean, they... They had this drive and passion to build something, and they, you know, a couple generations back, they came over from Europe um, and they, you know, settled here and and had a lot of drive to do that, a lot of, you know, I would say um, curiosity about how that would work, and just hearing the stories that I've heard. Um, and my husband has some similar roots, but he's got so many different countries in his, which is cool in his in his background. But he also has um, Native American roots here, and. I'm just always fascinated by the way that they really, you know, use the land for harvest and for abundance. it's just, it's a great example of the way that they live their lives. Um, for us today, I think, as we keep getting, you know, in, in that busy, busy mode. Um, and so many of us don't know a lot about generations back, right? We only know a few generations back or maybe two. Uh, but some of these beliefs can co- go through generation to generation. And we even know that these beliefs can stay in our DNA because that's where we put them in our bodies, right? And so um, maybe you ask yourself, how do your parents and grandparents do harvest? Uh, you might not be able to ask them, but you kind of probably have an idea of like what they think about, you know, the flow of that, like, you know, working towards something gather you know harvesting it gathering it and having the abundance from that what does that even look like um you know in this season like where we these are some of the things I used to reap what we sow you know um and when the hard work is done we can live off the fruit of our labor it was a very it, it can be a very like you know you act and then you receive um just kind of open like you know come up with some of those phrases you've heard some of those things you know um you know, that have been going on in your history. Um, and so, yeah, what do they think harvest really is? What do they view as hard work? And then how, um, how do they deal with that and manage that during the season of harvest? Or like, how do they live accordingly? You know, are they giving themselves time to enjoy and rest? Or are they just striving even further? Those kinds of things, right? Um, and what kind of season um, are they in when it is harvest? You know, like when harvest is over and they're they prepare they're preparing and do you like that rhythm is that something you want for yourself um, and if you're being honest you know without judgment what would you take from their belief system or their viewpoint and what do you not want to take what would you like to change something that maybe that you you feel you have this belief and you're like I don't know if I'm even aligned with that um, and then what about the friends and coworkers you do life with like so this is kind of like the other extended people in your life um, what do you glean from their take on harvest and abundance. Like how do they see that, um, you know, as like, you know, working through the year, working through the summer, harvesting the, the stuff and then, you know, going through, how do how does that, um, how does that impact you? These are good questions, right? So that's the extended family circle. Now we're going into your own home. These are your people who you live with. You do life with daily. Um, and so that would probably be your spouse. And if you want day, you can totally add your kids, um, you know some people would even have their pets. I, I probably would just because they kind of take on their own per, persona, you know. And if you're living alone, this is where you would consider like the primary people who you who you um maybe you have a roommate or maybe you you have um you're on your own and you you have you're still really connected with your family of origin or with some group, a group of friends or you're in a serious relationship, those people, okay? The people whose opinions that you listen to or you you at you um hopefully kind of value what they have to say. Um, and so same questions, like what do these people think harvest really is? You could always ask them too, but I kind of just get an overview today, like what you're thinking, like, this is kind of what they, how they view that. Um, what do they view as hard work? And then how do they deal with it? Like how do they manage it during the season of harvest? Um, how do they live accordingly? You know, do they have that flow like we talked about? Uh what kind of season are they in in harvest? These are the same questions by the way. <laughs> is it something that you want for yourself? Right? And then if you're being honest and without judgment, would what would you take from their belief system? And what would you what would you not want to take on? You know, um, and don't worry, I'm gonna give you an example at the end here about myself so you can kind of see like how this flows. Uh and then we come to us, right? <laughs> and I believe actually that starting with us is ideal, like if I were sitting with a client, I probably would ask a bit about family for sure, but then really getting to what we believe. And, but a lot of the times what we say and what we believe um, has to do with the people around us, right? So this is why we're going this way. Um, you really are influenced a lot by external beliefs and views and values, which is a good thing for the most part. Um, but I think as we reflect, and we gain more awareness when we're able to know what really is ours. It's super powerful. Um, And then we can make decisions accordingly, right? So these are the same questions, like, what do you think harvest really is? You know, what do you view as hard work? And then, that's in quotations, you know, and then how do you deal with it? Like, manage it during the season of harvest, coming up to the holidays too, you know. How do you live accordingly? What's your flow, basically? What kind of season of harvest are you in? You know, one being, like, drought and 10 being the land of milk and honey you know like you've had a drought and you don't feel like there's much left for you or you are you are just feeling joyful and lavish and abundant and amazing right that's 10 <laughs> and if you're being honest and without judgment about what what you um like what is really yours and what you want to keep from your belief system um, that you operate from what is it and then what would you prefer to shift i mean these are these could be like a, this could be like a huge drawn out like journaling for the entire month actually if you really wanted to go deep but for today start with these things and if you find yourself really like whoa this is really impacting me if you find yourself saying mercedes i don't even i haven't even defined abundance and harvest then i would go back and listen to the first part and then stop it after i talk about the words that that i found that mean harvest abundance and then go and um write out what what your, what your statement of abundance and harvest is. Um, so that's what I would recommend. So to kind of bring it back, you know, um, this is kind of a way we're getting into our nitty gritty. Um, and another way to do that, if you're feeling stuck is I use the circle of life with my clients. Uh, it's the, it's the areas of life, you know, like spirituality, creativity, home environment, all of those, the 12 things, um, And there's so many areas where we can experience harvest in abundance. And so if we're having a hard time, like for ourselves, picking something, that's a good place to go. Um, So I'm going to go back and scroll up to these questions and kind of give you kind of an overview of, and I did not think about this. This is kind of off the top of my head. I didn't want to have it all scripted out because this is kind of a part where you can kind of hear me riff a little about life and just know that you're not alone and know that there's certain things that as you write and they come up, you're like, oh, I didn't even think of this. So I'm going to try this for a couple minutes talking about when I looked at these questions, when I'm looking at these questions for my extended family, what am I noticing for the family I live with, you know? And, um, so I'm just going to go with it. And so when I think about abundance from my extended family, you know, um, it's like was really for for their, their paradigm of course was get higher education if you can, because you know, um, my, A lot of them were not able to. Um, I'm actually like first generation to get to decide what I want to do with my life. And I'll talk more. I've talked. Well, when you hear this, I'll have talked more about that in in the master (laughs) class. That's the way these go when I record them. But so the view is like you push, you push, you push. And then I think most of them don't feel like when you're in the season of harvest and you're reaping the abundance that you can coast and you can stop or you can enjoy So much. It's always thinking about what's next. So very, very, uh, you know, achiever focused. Um, That's kind of like the paradigm of my family. Like, let's go, go, go. Let's do this. Uh, Or the other one is if there is abundance, then maybe we don't, you know, when we harvest it, we're not sure if we can actually plant our own fields. I'm going to use that example because we might not be able to do it good enough. So there was a lot of perfectionism going on and, you know, in that um, and so a lot of hard working going on. And then um, some of the things I'm choosing not to to take with me is, you know, less and less each year is that is the all or nothing, the, um, you know, the perfectionism, the. Um, There's a little bit of legalism stuff going on where you have to be the good girl. You know, the things that the themes I talk about, definitely the women, especially in my families of origin have had to deal with. (laughs) If you're listening and you don't agree, let me know. Um, But that's kind of the where a couple. I mean, this is just a quick overview. And then when I think about my family that that I live with, my husband, you know, it's he definitely has very similar work hard, but he also has the work hard, play hard, right? Like you work hard, but then you get to enjoy And so that's an interesting um, outlook on the, you know, the reaping of the benefits, you know, so I would say that they definitely are more able to, you know, um, work really hard, but then really enjoy what they've worked for. So that's something I really, I really like, because it's like, and it's not just monetary, right? It's, it's all, it's, that's where we get kind of stuck, I think. Uh, And that's why I want to remind you that we measure abundance and harvest not just by our income or by how many clients we have or, you know, by productive hours. And that's a a shift most of us need to make. And so I'll challenge you to kind of think on like emotional health and mental health and, um, you know, like time with people, relationships, connection, and then spirituality, like all the areas where you can measure that and actually find a lot more. Success. and put my little fingers up again, like in quotation, because you'll feel better. Um, and I, what I think harvest really is in this season for me, is you know, slowing down enough to be present to um, experience some of these things that I've been growing. Uh, I've been kind of going pretty fast for a while there because when I kind of when I found my my way of like oh I have my own stuff. I've got my own business. I've got my own practice. I really. Just open the gates, <laughs> you know, but I think it's kind of like I hit 40 and I opened the gates. It's pretty much what happened and I'm feeling it, you know, I'm feeling it now, especially with the recent loss of my father. I just cannot maintain, I don't have the stamina of the energy and so I am really just selling in and letting some of these things that I have planted, you know, grow and I'm here to harvest them in abundance. So it's a really beautiful place to be, but it's difficult too, right? Because it's a little bit different. And because I have (laughs) planted so much, I am harvesting a lot and it's, it's a lot, but at the same time, it's a different rhythm and different place. And so when I get into my like nitty gritty without judgment, um, I would like to slow down, you know, and, you know, with what I already have integrate that into my life and into my business and into my family. So that was kind of like a little bit of a riff there, you know, of how, how I, how I do that. Um. And so I hope you can take the time to kind of work through this and gain some awareness in what's going on with you. And then um, this will be time for the the next episodes. You know, this is just one belief system that can give us insight, right, into our tolerances, differences, opinions, and beliefs that we have from our family of origin um, and even the family that we live with right now and even with who we were five years ago, right? Um, And that's okay. Like, give yourself permission to change and grow and have your own views you know, and not have to agree with everybody. And um, as we move through this month, uh, talking about family, I just hope that you give yourself and then them more grace as you journey through because we're all journeying towards a more authentic self. And that that brings acceptance, self-acceptance and acceptance of others um, and letting them be who they are. And like I said in the beginning, just love them, right? So stay tuned this month, stay engaged. If you haven't heard the master class, it will be live in the group, when this airs. Um, and this time of year can be really, um, full of like, you know, escapism, numbing, just trying to make it through, you know, drinking those glasses of wine at the family gathering or, you know, watching Netflix just to calm down after gatherings, whatever it is, you know, I, those are just two examples that I've heard. Um, but just know that you're not alone and that this is a time that's actually really rich to reap the abundance of, the self-awareness and the self-discovery and committing to ourselves. So have a few um, one-on-one coaching spots open in November um, to take before the holidays start. So if if you've been wanting to kind of work through something, some things, just let me know. You know my Clarity Call is free and there's no strings attached. We talk and then you get to decide and we move from there. So I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. I will see you next week talking more about family. Hey there. Thanks for listening, my friend. If you liked the podcast today, please stop by and leave me a review. I am new to the podcast world and would so appreciate it. If any of your friends, ladies who support you, or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way, will you? It truly takes the village, and I need help getting the message out that we can be that girl, that girl who lives her unapologetic life. Would you join me in the ripple effect? Look for other places to hang out with me and my tribe in the show notes. Until next time.